Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Ravenslayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school, but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Lady Boy Gigi, and you're listening to Adult Bedtime Stories. <laughs> and tonight's episode is on self-care during crisis. And I know we're in a crisis time, and I know there's a lot of information on self-care, but I've also seen a lot of emails and posts that are showing me that, yeah, people are kind of reacting. Mm -hmm. And so I hope we can provide some guidance and some ways to really take better care of ourselves. And with social isolation at this time, it can sometimes feel like we need not isolation, but joining together. Mm-hmm. And so I think partly that's why I wanted to do this show tonight, was to help us join closer together. Mm -hmm. And I have Jay with me. Hello. (laughs) And she's going to kind of guide us through this. (laughs) Well, you know, so as Gigi said, there's a lot of stuff out there on self-care. All you got to do is Google it, and you're going to get all those millions of hits and everything. But we wanted to kind of look at it from sort of the point of view of like there's two different things you can do there's kind of the immediate if you've got all that overwhelming anxiety that i know i have a tendency to to get caught up in um what you can do to 
alleviate a lot of that. And then what you can do to use this time to kind of, you know, build intimacy and, and learn who you are, maybe learn who your partners are and that sort of thing. So we have a number of things that we want to talk about, um, you know, ideas of, of what you can do to help take care of yourself and then help, you know, build yourself and build your self-confidence at mm -hmm. this time, too. So. And to I know that for me, oftentimes it's a matter of focus. Mm -hmm. And if we just focus in on the immediate problems and yeah. all of a sudden our world shrinks down and everything's a problem. We don't see beyond yeah. that. But if we step back a little bit and broaden our focus, we mm -hmm. can see that, yeah, this is one part of the landscape. Yeah. And that there's much, much more going on. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the tendency, because it is such a volatile and changing situation, we want to keep up with information, but then it can start feeding on itself and we get, we get a little, well, anxious, okay, <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it, but there it was, right? And of course, one big issue that a lot of people are saying is whenever you can, do try and unplug. We don't need to be caught up with the information 24-7. It's tempting to want to do that. It's, it's, I think, sometimes a feeling of control. If I know what's going on there, then we feel more in control. But ironically, we don't. Yeah. And sometimes as we learn more information and we start feeling more out of control. Mm -hmm. So just taking a break, half an hour, if, if you feel that's the most you can do, or up to an hour or whatever, and doing some nice deep breathing techniques just to bring that anxiety down can really help. And I also know that some people I've heard are feeling kind of claustrophobic or mm -hmm. kind of isolated and yeah. disconnected. And so part of our program tonight is going to be on how to reconnect mm -hmm. during this time yeah. and stay physically isolated, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually connected. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so when I say unplug, I mean unplug from the news, not necessarily unplug altogether. Although that can be good, too. Go outside in the backyard and take a nice breath of fresh air. Be nice. But certainly maybe unplug from some of these news media and uh, get into that. Yeah. So we've kind of broken things down into mm -hmm. several categories. Do you want to cover our first category? Yeah. So again, so first we want to talk about just when you are feeling that strong anxiety and what are some things you can do to take care of yourself in the immediate moment. So of course, deep breathing and mindfulness is a good way to kind of, again, broaden your focus and not just focus on the negative, but realize that there's, there's more out there. So deep breathing, breathe in for about, what, a five, six count, something like that. Hold your breath mm -hmm. for a while and then slowly breathe out. Yeah, and really what deep breathing does is it helps circulate energy within the body. Mm -hmm. It helps us get things moving. When we get anxious, we tend to tighten up. Mm -hmm. But by deep breathing, we kind of open up. Yeah, we tighten up and take those shallow breaths. So just yeah. a couple of deep breaths, not too much. You don't want to, you know, <laughs> get dizzy and pass out. That would be a bad thing. But I, yeah. I can give you an example. A couple of deep breaths. It's like... <sighs> yeah. And just fill your lungs. Expand mm -hmm. that chest. Yeah, yeah. So like I guess I... And then slowly five exhale. Or six, five or six count. Mm -hmm. Hold it a little bit. 
slowly exhale yeah so that's that's good <laughs> and meditation of course a lot of people have been talking about meditation and i want to kind of bring up some ideas because i think a lot of people still have this idea that meditation is you know sitting on a cushion and you know om om that sort of thing which certainly you know hey if that works for you go for it but i'll be honest with you i was not one of those people okay that never really worked for me i tried i tried so hard in so many ways and just sitting quietly and following the breath never really worked for me so there are some other ways to do meditations and one right now which is really i think could be really useful is to do what's called visualize a safe space so sit and picture either a place you used to know that you loved when i was a kid we used to go visit my grandmother in missouri and go chase uh, fireflies that sort of thing at night you know so i like to remember that and it was a beautiful little time or make up your own place you always have liked the beach imagine yourself at the beach you know and and picture yourself with that there are a lot of there are a lot of videos online that do nature sounds and whatnot put on one of those and you know imagine yourself at the beach or imagine yourself in the in the forest or something like that and i think sometimes i know for me I used to daydream a lot, mm -hmm. and daydreaming is a kind of form of meditation. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Daydreaming myself as the champion and the mm -hmm. hero and the... <laughs> oh, yeah, daydreaming is great. Yeah, spend some time doing that and, and really, you know, create those places where you can see it and smell it and taste it and touch mm -hmm. it. And the more you can do that, imagine a time when you overcame a difficulty in the past. Think about what you did and how you can do it again and how you overcame. And I think it's important you brought that up because I know oftentimes during a crisis, we kind of throw out our toolkit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we're so focused on the crisis. And what can really help is to take a moment and think, okay, what did I do in the past when something similar like mm -hmm. this happened? Yeah. And how did that work for me? Because we are amazing. Yeah. We have a lot within us. If we just take a moment and go, okay, what can I use now? <laughs> but, you know, I just thought of something, too, is to say that obviously when there's an immediate crisis, like a, a flooding or a tornado or something, right, you got to get stuff going immediately, boom, 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 moving in the moment. And what we have here is it's an kind of an extended crisis, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is not going to go away in a couple of days. It's not going to go away in a couple of weeks. And that's also why we really want to talk about self-care right now because, and like I say, we want to keep on top of the news, but y'all, this is going to last for a while. And how are we going to take care of ourselves in that, in that time? Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of not for that immediate crisis necessarily, but for the long haul. What can you do to take care of yourself and to be nice to yourself? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so visualize self, you know, yeah. a safe space, meditation. There are different kinds of meditations, by the way. So yes, there's sitting and chanting and whatever, but there's also, there's walking meditation. Mm -hmm. You can walk around the neighborhood or something, staying away from close contact with people, but that could work. And just walk slowly and mindfully. There's something called stitch meditation. That's what I've been doing recently, where you just embroider take a small square about four by four cloth and just embroider a little picture on there uh, you don't plan it out you don't try and make it perfect you just pick up a needle and thread and just go for it so you can do something like that 
Mm-hmm. You can also find, and so at this point, you can find spiritual activities. And spiritual can mean a lot of things. Obviously, if you have a spiritual community, a church or a synagogue or a mosque that you go to, well, don't go there, but follow that tradition. But you can also decide what's spiritual for yourself. What makes you feel that energy and feel that sense of purpose that you might have in your life? Yeah. And I I don't really follow many spiritual paths that closely. Mm -hmm. I'm one of these pagans that's kind of non-pagan pagan. pagan. (laughs) And my philosophy has been... I'm an energy being within a physical form, and that's how I define spirit. And I look at the universe as kind of the forces that help shape and form all of us. Mm -hmm. Now, we each have a different approach to this. Mm -hmm. Find your approach and start building on it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know me. I like to eroticize things. (laughs) Yes, well. So my altar, which I put together, Mm -hmm. includes a lot of erotic statues and photos and artwork. And so one of the activities you can, if you haven't done already, Mm -hmm. is build yourself a little home altar Mm -hmm. with things that help you connect with what you believe in. Yeah. And the beauty of that is, of course, that can, I mean, numerous, numerous religious traditions have an idea of a tradition of altars. So it's not just, we. I think sometimes people tend to focus on the pagan aspect of it, but, you know, certainly mm-hmm. there you can do a little Christian altar there if you want, or a Muslim altar, or Buddhist altar, or what have you. You could probably even just do, you know, a non or it could be just a shrine. Yeah, just a little shrine. Just something that makes you feel good. Something mm-hmm. that centers you, brings you back to your focus, and kind of helps you realize, you know, what your maybe what your purpose is mm-hmm. in life. However you define that. And if you don't know what it is, hey, now's a good time to, to start thinking Explore about that. It. But, um, <laughs> yeah, spiritual is really important at this time, too. One's spirituality, however one defines it. And, again... Speaking as an atheist here, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a God thing or even a a structured religion. But what is your meaning? What is your sense of purpose? And part of that can also include what a lot of people call gratitude Mm -hmm. or thankfulness uh, ideas. It's all too easy to focus on what we don't have. We can't go out. We can't meet people. We can't hang out with our friends and whatnot. And it's sometimes hard to forget what we do have and what mm-hmm. we can have and focus on the positives that we have, because I'm sure there are a lot. I know there are a lot of negatives out there, too, but what, what are some good things that you have in your life? I, for one, have the flexibility to be able to work from home, and that makes me feel so much better and about you know taking care of myself and taking care of my loved ones, because I don't have to go out and do that. Not everyone has that opportunity and I'm very very thankful for that so you know what else do you have what else do you have to be thankful for it's kind of good to think about those aspects too (laughs) yeah want to add something oh you know me I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful to have such a erotic and sensual and sexy body that Mm -hmm. I enjoy and I do my morning sexual affirmations each day and Mm -hmm. that kind of gives me a boost Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you're into something else, but finding a practice each day that puts into practice your gratitude mm-hmm. and puts into your practice that acknowledgement 
of gratitude mm -hmm. can be very powerful. And just being grateful for what we do have mm -hmm. is a big help in changing that focus and mm -hmm. stepping back and saying, okay, it's not all bad. <laughs> but I also don't want to... I mean, I also want to acknowledge, excuse me, the difficulties that people do have at this oh, time. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's always been an issue I've had with, the, I think, just the word mm -hmm. gratitude. I think in the past, too many people have used that to be like, you know, be grateful for what you have and shut up and stop complaining. It's like, uh, no, there are certainly some negative... <laughs> some, mm -hmm. a lot of negative things about what's going on. Like I say, I have the opportunity to stay home. Not a lot of people do. We don't have child, children to worry about, that sort of thing. But so I, I don't in any way, shape or form want to negate the difficulties that yeah. this, these oh, that are going on. Yeah. But I also yeah. don't want people to be just caught up in that. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're trying to say here is the idea of, and that's why I like to say thankful, thankfulness instead of, you know, gratitude. What are some, what are some happy things? What are some good things that happened today? And it could just be something as small as, Hey, I had a great cup of coffee or, Hey, the sun is shining today. Or, you know, our tulips are finally starting to come up. They haven't bloomed yet, but they're coming up. That's exciting. And so, and as Gigi pointed out, when this podcast is about yourself and your body and your, your erotic aspect too, and think about what you can do to explore the erotic aspects of yourself, the building intimacy with yourself, <laughs> as we were going to call it. And um, I would like to jump mm -hmm. in here and say that part of where this comes from is my sex coach university training. Mm -hmm. Dr. Patty, she came up with the Meebs model. And the Meebs model is mind, body, emotions, spirit, energy. I think I got them out of order, but. Yeah. <laughs> the bees, I think, is what you're spelling. But then, you know, we, <laughs> mind, emotion, uh, erotic, was that it? Body and. No, it's um, and mind. E. Emotions. Probably another E. No, well, M-E-B, body. Mm -hmm. And that's body physical and body image. E is environment. Environment. And then... S for spiritual. S for... E for... Oh, no. E's for energy, mm -hmm. our energetic self. And then... M -E -B -E. S is spiritual. <laughs> Clearly, just we, uh, kick <laughs> we are thankful that nobody is grading our spelling at this point. That's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> uh, anyway, but you, I you know get this the idea. Stuff, but <laughs> yeah, so mind, body, spirit, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of energy and emotions. There's a whole lot of things to, to think about. And so, so partly we're addressing all that in here. It's yeah. Mind, body, spirit, energy, and... Mm -hmm. Uh, emotions. Emotions, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's important so, to, it's kind of a holistic approach. It's looking at our whole self, not yeah. just one aspect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what's next on our... Well, let's look at the B aspect of it and talk about, you know, just body care and body, you mm -hmm. know, being nice to your body. Um, taking bubble baths if you have a bathtub, taking nice hot showers if you don't. Doing a foot soak in warm water. Yeah, a foot soak in warm water is nice, yeah. Or soaking your hands or something like yeah. that can be nice, too. And a manicure, pedicure. A mani-pedi. Uh, 
if you have a partner who's, you know, partner, roommate, whatever, you know, you can give massages to each other and loosen some of that tension and and find out where tension lives in your body. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about massages, and I notice that whenever people say, oh, I'm so tense, I need a massage, everyone always goes for the shoulders. Yeah. And that is where a lot of people carry a lot of tension most of the time, but, you know, some people might carry it in their, their jaw or their scalp. Oh, do not underestimate the power of a good scalp massage. Oh, it feels so good. Or a foot massage or a leg massage or something, you know, so... And figure if, out where you store tension mm-hmm. and you could listen to your body yeah take a few minutes and just kind of be with your body for a minute and go okay what's going on where what's out of place in my body right now yeah you can do something uh, again in mind in a lot of mindfulness uh, techniques they do something called a body scan and mm-hmm. you just start at the top and you just say okay you know Kind of like you're you're exploring your body from the inside. How does the top of my head feel? How does my face feel? How does my jaw feel? A lot of people carry tension in their jaws, right? You know, relax it. How do my shoulders feel? My abdomen, my chest, my legs, my hands, my fingers. And, and some people of... grit teeth when they mm-hmm. get anxious. Yeah, yeah. And so check out your jaw and your mouth. And... Yeah, go through your whole body like you're just a little tiny blood cell in your body right and floating through your body and and what's there and just explore don't you know no judgments about it not oh i shouldn't be feeling tense well you know you are so let's let's deal with that there's no judgment here just what is it where where are you one Mm -hmm. practical approach is to take time to acknowledge the tension Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't judge it just acknowledge okay you're there what what do we need to help you out. And I think that's maybe a big part of the emotion thing too. Mm-hmm. Self-care is important, you know, and it's good to mm-hmm. do positive things, but you also do need to acknowledge that this can be a tough situation, is a tough situation for a lot of people. It's not good or bad. It's we're not trying to eliminate that. We're just saying here are some things, some ways to work around it. So yeah, acknowledging some of the issues that are coming up. That's certainly very, very important too, yeah. to self-care. And I think part of this is that, and I like to kind of illustrate this, if we get worried and tense and we kind of feel drained and we're just really depleted, mm-hmm. that leaves us less able to deal with things when they come up. Yes, very true. By very taking true. this self-care, mm-hmm. you're building yourself up to meet more challenges Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. being empowered to meet them yeah yeah i think that's the energy side of it too yeah (laughs) tension and worried saps us of our energy and we need to build that up and i've said this on this show before but worry is one of the most unproductive activities we can engage in Mm -hmm. it's a total energy drainer Mm -hmm. all it does is spin the wheels it produces nothing but more fear and more concern. Mm-hmm. And when we can step out of worry and back up a little bit, we can start rebuilding that energy yeah. and doing more productive activities. And that's what self-care is all about. It's mm-hmm. getting out of the worry. Exactly. And... Exactly. Yeah, and it's so, so hard to get out of that, right? You kind of get into this <laughs> downward spiral. You worry about it, and then you get tense, and then you're worried about being tense, and then you go... So again, yeah, pull back. No judgment. Just say, all right, I'm tense here. I'm tense there. What can I do? What can I do to improve that? 
So what's next on our list? Well, I did want to say one little thing, too, you know, because we're talking about massage. And if you have a partner, massage, you know, get a nice massage from them and whatnot. Well, what if you don't have a partner? There are still some things you can do. Obviously, give yourself a hand or a foot massage or something. Um, If you have a tennis ball, a a nice technique that I like to do and our, our neighbor used to do is take a tennis ball and put it between you, your back and the wall and just kind of rub, you know, roll it around on your back mm-hmm. and that can loosen up some of the knots. And if you don't have a tennis ball, it's not going to be quite as firm on this, but, you know, try balling up a couple of pairs of socks and get a get a big lumpy ball of socks and do that. And, <laughs> or you know, fill a sock with uncooked rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the sock with uncooked rice can be good. Yeah, and put it in the microwave for not too much longer. I think maybe, what, 30 seconds, something like that. Yeah. Just enough to be nice and warm. Put it on your eyes. Put it on your chest as a nice, warm weight. But to get that massage technique, you can still kind of massage and get a massage on your back, even if you don't have a partner <laughs> is where I was going with that. So yeah. doing that. So... Yeah, get a get a sock or a glove full of rice and, and heat it up in the microwave, just warm enough to the touch. Not popcorn kernels, by the way, because I saw someone who did that <laughs> one time. You'll just get popcorn, which, you know, hey, that can be good too. But, you know, if you're looking for something massage, massaging, that's not really the, the thing to do. So a sock full of rice would be more like that. <clears throat> Don't forget those erotic affirmations that you were yeah. talking about, right? Yeah. You know, so bring those up and, and talk nicely to yourself. Talk, talk sexy to yourself. Make and sure you touch get your that. body during it and raise that erotic energy. And I'd like to say that by doing that daily, one of the things it does is it produces serotonin and mm-hmm. uh, oxytocin, oxytocin mm-hmm. and many of the feel-good chemicals into our body. Mm-hmm. And what do we need during a state of crisis? Absolutely. To bring in those good feelings yeah. and feel balanced. Mm-hmm. I think the Greeks came up with this long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to excess in either direction. Mm-hmm, yeah. You want to balance things out. Yeah, yeah. And so balancing brings a kind of centering, I think, to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, find your center and, and develop your center, so to speak, your focus. And I would like to mention for people who are asexual and not really into the sexual side of this, there is still a need for touch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you can do say. some non-erotic touching of your body. Mm-hmm. But there is a power of touch, even self-touch, that yeah. occurs. Yeah. And that can be very healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so when we say erotic self-touch it's not and we're not just talking about masturbation right it's mm-hmm. it's exploring what feels good yeah. what touches feel good in your body where you know do you like having your head scratched do you like having your back rubbed do you like having do you like having a foot massage some people don't you know mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's definitely something that anyone can do and it does raise those that just the touch alone raises those good hormones chemicals. and good chemicals that you were yeah. talking about yeah so, and you can also move your body and be, that's the thing. If we're stuck in our houses, it's kind of our apartments. It's kind of easy just to sit around all day and do nothing and you get up and move. Doesn't have to be a whole lot. You don't have to go 
jogging around the block. Although if you want to, feel free. Exercise is great. So I've heard. I'll have to take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I'm not big on that. So what else can you do, right? Dance, do some stretches, do some just moving around. Yoga. Yoga poses. What's that one they do on with the slow movements? Uh, uh, tai Chi. Tai Chi. Tai Chi, yes. yeah. And this doesn't necessarily have to be something that you have to stand up for. Again, people in wheelchairs or people with limited mobility do what is most comfortable for you, of course. But Within your limitations. Yeah, within what you can and cannot do. Or if you don't have a whole lot of room in your house. You live in a tiny house or a small apartment. You can't do a whole lot of dancing or yoga or something like that. But just any kind of movement. Okay, you know, what, what feels good to you? How does it feel to move? What, what ways do you like to move? And, uh, and once again, I think movement helps circulate energy through our bodies. Exactly, exactly. It gets things moving. It, it gets us up and just this power of movement mm-hmm. can circulate energy. Yeah. And again, it doesn't have to be, I think sometimes, well... When I say we, I really mean me, right? And people say, oh, you need to move and you need to be active all day. And I'm thinking, I I don't like running. I don't like jogging. I don't want to go out and play football or, you know. And it doesn't have to be. So, but movement, stretching, moving, exploring how your body likes to move, Mm -hmm. you know. That can, that again brings up the energy and, and gets that energy going. So, and then explore activities, right? So if we're here and in social isolation... By the way, social isolation really just means in physical isolation, right? So we do want to clarify that, I mean, one of the beauties, one of the things we can really be thankful for is that a lot of us have access to the internet and we can access a lot of things online. Again, not everyone can. I do realize that's an issue for people, but if you can, build communities online, you know, email people, talk to people online. Find out what's out there. Learn new activities. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube, right? You want to learn how to, you always want to learn how to knit or crochet? Hey, now's a good time to do it. You want to learn how to paint or cook? Now's a good time to do it. And we're coming up to station break time. And I'd like to remind people to visit our website Mm -hmm. at ravenslayerleather.com. And I do have some training films and I do have some things that can help at this time and help in life in general to really build up and put to practice some good techniques to become a better person, Mm -hmm. to improve your sex life if you want to, to get in touch with yourself at a deeper level. And we also do this podcast for free. It's out of our pockets, but we would enjoy having some help. And so we have a Patreon page, and you can donate as little as $1 a month if you want to, or $5 a month. And you can access that Patreon page from my website at ravenslayerleather.com. We have a link directly to it. (laughs) So our next area is building... Intimacy. intimacy okay yeah well again we already talked about a lot of this um the self-care the body self-care erotic self-care but we were talking about building communities online mm-hmm. um 
you know, so just because you can't see your friends or hang out with them, obviously, do take plenty of time to check in. And a good example, they've just canceled all the pagan festivals and Burning Man events. Mm -hmm. And one group of the pagans at one festival decided we're going to have an online drumming circle Mm -hmm. that everybody can either come in and help drum or just participate in and dance to the drumming from their Mm -hmm. home. And they're going to set it up on, I don't know what yet, but they're going to set it up to where everybody can be a part of it and participate. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of online things emerging from this. Yeah, yeah. So that's just one example of many that are going on. So, yeah, so the, the social isolation really just refers to the physical, right? You know, so reach out and, and talk to people and whatnot. And museums are... I was just going to say, you know, speaking of which, you know, so take the time to do various and sundry things. So I just found out this morning that the Metropolitan uh, Opera, New York, um, not going to be meeting, right? They've, they've closed for the duration. But every night, uh, certainly every night this week, they have, they're going to be, not live streaming, but showing operas that they've Mm -hmm. taped in the past. Yeah. So unfortunately, they've already done Carmen, which is one of my favorites. But, you know, so they've got a lot of things, and I'm sure they're going to continue doing that. The Museum of Fine Arts in uh, New York has also... They're one of many. There are quite a few museums that have virtual tours. And so you can go online. And I don't know if they were always free or if they used to have to pay for them, but a lot of them now are making it free. So you always wanted to go to the Louvre. Now is your chance, okay? You don't even have to spend a dime. Just go to their website and you can explore and probably get a pretty good view of the Mona Lisa better than you would if you were there in person. I've heard it's kind of hard to see her over the heads of the crowds. So, you know, do some, some virtual traveling. You know, where would you like to go? Is there a video out there on it or some sort of virtual tour? That'd be nice. And now is definitely a good opportunity to explore new interests Mm -hmm. on the Internet. There's a lot coming out on the Internet that hadn't been there because a lot of companies are being forced to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... So we were talking about yoga, for instance, you know, we were saying, move your body, do some yoga. And if you're like me, you're like, I don't know anything about yoga. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of YouTube videos out there of different poses you could do. But I also have seen a lot of yoga classes are starting to move online. Mm -hmm. And some of them are probably classes that you have to join and, you know, pay money for. I mean, these people got to make a living too, right? As much as they can. But I do know some yoga teachers are putting a lot of things online, dance classes, you know, and they have a little dance studio you can practice and try out some new dance techniques or something like that. Mm. And I think on building intimacy and building community, start communicating with people at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Explore mm. at a deeper level. What are mm. other interests that you can bring up? What are interests that others may have. Mm -hmm. This is a time for curiosity and exploring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, there's something out there. I can't remember exactly now what it's called, but something like how to make somebody fall in love with you in 35 questions or something. (laughs) If you Google that, you can probably find it. So this uh, psychologist came up with a list of 
I said 35, I think it was 35 questions just to ask people and just to get to know them better. I mean, it was in a dating context, but it could also just be to get to know better. And some of the questions are fairly innocuous, shall we say, you know, just things like, oh, if you could instantly have any superpower, what superpower would you like to have or whatever? And then it starts getting deeper. Things like, you know, what do you think is the purpose of your life? Or if you could have a dinner party with any three people alive or dead, who would they be? You know, and that sort of thing. And I've heard people using these questions with, you know, their roommates, obviously with your partner and and people you're interested in falling in love with, but also just with roommates and people you know. And, you know, it's those, if you don't know what kinds of questions to ask, or you're tired of asking the same ones, hey, how are things going? Hey, how are things going now? Hey, things still going good? You know, start asking some of these questions or exploring ideas, new ideas with your friends. And for people that are in relationships... Start exploring a little deeper how you can expand your relationship. Yeah, yeah. On different levels. Mm-hmm. I know Jay and I often have done these exercises mm-hmm. where we want to dig a little deeper into our interests and, yeah. and discover where we can go next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can certainly, and by going deeper, let me put it this way, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be deadly serious. All right, oh, I read wow. something recently <laughs> and it said, Couples who stay together often will play together. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to rhyme that, but it came out that way. Anyway, all right. Rhyming is good, too. Couples who rhyme together spend time together. Never mind. That was a bad one. Uh, No, but couples who play together. Um, So play. And it could be anything from, you know, going and exploring. Well, don't explore a new place right now, right? But you can explore it virtually, right? Hey, what? I've never been to the Louvre. What's it look like, right? Never Never been to a museum. Hey, guess what? Let's go. Trying new kinds of foods or something like that. Just being playful with, you know, your meals. Uh, I remember my aunt and her boyfriend came to visit us one time. This was my Aunt Jerry, who lived in New York and was an actor. <clears throat> Darling, such a marvelous person. Uh, oh, loved her so much. And uh, they came out one time and said, we're going to fix dinner for you. And it's going to be finger foods and so they pulled out all these things and (laughs) things like black olives and bugles and you know stuff that you had to put on your fingers and eat and so we had a meal where we literally ate with our fingers it was so much fun so just do something like that something fun something playful have a meal that's all one color have a meal with all the colors of the rainbow i know it's probably healthier but you know well one of the things i used to do is i went to one of the shops here in houston that Mm -hmm. imported foods from all over the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and tried some mystery tastes yeah things yeah. i hadn't tried before yeah yeah and some of it was ooh, i don't want to do that again yeah <laughs> but some of it was amazing yeah yeah so take some time to explore and discover something new in your life and if you don't want to go out too mm-hmm. much because again that's you know you can order in. it from the internet. Exactly. I was just going to say, there's a lot of food delivery things. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one that will deliver different snacks from different countries around the world. I gave that to my sister for Christmas this year. Uh, I, if her kids haven't eaten them all, I'm sure she's enjoying the, the experience. <laughs> you know, try reading out loud to your partner, to your roommate, and you know, trying on role-playing and read a story and take on the different characters. A while back, we did a... Game a clue by acting out the parts. Yeah, uh, yeah, murder mysteries. And you I know. was Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are, baby. You are. 
<laughs> and you can do that with your in-house partners and roommates, and you can also do something like that online. You know, um, Skype with your friends and do a do a murder mystery or something like that, right? Yeah. You know, so building community, exploring new ideas. This is what we're we're talking about. So many different things you can do. You know? And I think a big part of joining and building community is connecting. Mm-hmm. And social isolation doesn't have to be a total disconnect. Yeah. We can still connect with each other mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. these podcasts, through many different avenues. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of things, too. Um, one of the things we're doing, I'm, I'm a teacher, right? So I have to when our classes are not meeting, right? We're going to have to learn how to go online. And again, that's made me aware of all of the different uh, things that are available online. So like we were saying with the museums and all of that, libraries, you download an app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, for those of y'all who don't know, and I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't know about it until just recently. It's a library app. And if you have a library card, you just choose, you know, what uh, library system you're in. Give them your library card, and you can check books out online. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you can download. The app is free, so you can download it onto your phone or onto your computer or what have you. I think there's a way if you have a Kindle or a Nook, you can download them to your Kindle and Nook. I just downloaded to my phone because I was doing audiobooks. Audiobooks is also nice, too. Doing one thing, you know, cleaning the house and listening to books and that sort of thing. So, yeah, you know, there are things you can do. You can still read and watch movies and what have you without having to go out and I would like to put a word of caution though Mm -hmm. to all this hang out with people that boost your energy Mm -hmm. they aren't energy drainers yeah people you know I've known people that will just no matter what stay on negative focus and just kind of wear me down yeah yeah (laughs) and then I've known people that said wow you've done something great through this I really appreciate how you've did x y and z to get beyond it Mm -hmm, and they were mm -hmm. energy boosters yes yes and so taking time to really identify and it's not just people it's also your house Mm -hmm. can be an energy drainer or energy booster but i do want to say something really quickly about the energy boost and energy drainers because i totally get what you're saying i totally see it but i think sometimes people will take that in the wrong way And if anyone has anything negative to say, they want to just drop them immediately. And I do want to say we're trying to be, you know, positive and let's think positive and all. But there are a lot of people who are struggling with a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about energy boosters and energy drainers, there are some people who are having a lot of problems and they do have negative things to say. And, you know, sometimes they're venting. Sometimes they really need some help. And maybe what you can do is help try to pull them up mm-hmm. as well and, yeah. you know, be the energy booster for them. Yeah. So I do want to clarify that and don't, uh, you know, don't just... And I think there's a people. difference between someone that's complaining or struggling through a hard time and mm-hmm. someone that's just... Complaining. Complaining and yeah. staying totally... Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But I just, I hear people say this mm-hmm. sometimes and they'll say, oh, I only want positive people in my life. Mm-hmm. And if you say something, even the slightest bit negative, like, oh, I really don't think it's a good idea for you to go spending all of your paycheck on lottery tickets. Or like, oh, you're negative. I'm going to 
delete mm-hmm. you from my life. Yeah, no, I wasn't meaning that. Yeah, at all. yeah, I, I just wanted to clarify. So <laughs> oh, because this you. is this is a difficult time for many many people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, like I was saying, you know, we're lucky that we don't have kids, and we that's one aspect we don't have to worry about. But there are a lot of people who do have kids, and they're struggling with what to do with them. You know, especially if they have really <laughs> active boys or something like that. Like I'm thinking of my my sister specifically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and it's going to be a long hard row for her. And I know she's going to need some help, and we can't go and help her, but we can offer a, a helping ear, so to speak, or, you know, a virtual shoulder to cry on. So I did want to clarify that, that, you know, yeah. negative is not, or energy drain is not always negative, or negative is not always energy drain, which way right. am I trying to say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, be there for your friends, be there for your loved ones. But, yeah, there are the people and they probably are not going to be your closest friends, but... And while you are stuck inside, take mm-hmm. some time to reorganize your house a little. Yeah, so this is what you were saying earlier is, you know, people can be an energy boost or an energy drain, and sometimes mm-hmm. your environment can also. It was mm-hmm. possibly one of our E's and Meebs, right? <laughs> we weren't sure. We had a bunch of them at mm-hmm. one point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and people are talking about decluttering. That can be a good thing, if that's your idea of fun. Well... And actually, because we were talking about this earlier, just personally, individually, um, decluttering. Okay, that's great, right? Let's all con Marie our houses and whatever, whatever. Is she still trending? I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, And it's like, you know, get rid of that which does not spark joy. I'm good with that. But a lot of times, again, I think sometimes people take it a little too far. Yeah. Or... What am I trying to say? For some people, they do get more energy when they have a less cluttered, clean, minimalistic style, mm-hmm. but not everybody does. Yeah. So You know me, I love all my stuff. Oh, I know. But I like it organized. And that's the when thing. It's so it's a big mess yeah. and I can't tell, oh, I need this one little tool. Where is it in this pile? Mm-hmm. No. But when I organize it mm-hmm. and I can put my hand on anything I need... It's like, that's a good feeling. Yeah. And it boosts my energy. And I think that's something, too. Ironically, by spending so much time in the house, it can kind of, you know, for some people, they they like to stay clean and stay organized. That's great. Some of us are not so good at it. Uh, (laughs) And so there's a tendency to kind of, well, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it eventually or, you know, whatever. Kind of let things pile up. And so if you find that sort of energy is in your house, yeah, it does kind of stifle things can kind of well keep that energy from flowing and Mm -hmm. so instead you could try decluttering you could try just reorganizing like i said earlier when i was a kid we used to reorganize our room all the time i mean like every six months or something like that we get tired of it no i think i want the bed over here no i want the bunk bed over here whatever and yet how often have i done that as a grown-up three times maybe in the 20 something years we've lived in this house so uh and i'm not saying you have to but yeah reorganize a corner Uh, find a place if you don't already have a place in your home could be an entire room if you're that lucky if not it could be just a corner of a room make it your own little retreat organize it make it look pretty for you whatever that would be do you want the clean minimalistic style do you want all your comic books all around you, like I have, uh, my little happy place. Organize your room. Mm-hmm. Organize your house. Mm-hmm. Organize your energy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of tie this in, I made 
Jay a very special bed because yeah. she loves books. <laughs> and no matter what position she gets in on the bed, there is a book in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I was referring to. So it's a beautiful bed. It's like three shelves at the headboard and then two on the side and even shelves at the foot of the bed. And so I'm absolutely surrounded by my favorite books, my stitching, my embroidery, and uh, and then actually in my room, there's also all the yarn over there. So yeah, I got everything I need right there. <laughs> I don't and need so, to move. So th- th- I think that's the point of reorganizing Taking mm-hmm. the things you love and really enjoy and setting up a space for them mm-hmm. where you can be surrounded by them. Yeah, yeah. And like we were saying earlier, it's, it can be a spiritual aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about spirituality and setting up an altar or a shrine or what have you. Make a little place for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I just, wow, I just now had this memory. Um, there was a story about a little kid, and in a, they lived. Their family lived in a small apartment, and I think she shared a bedroom with her three sisters or something like that. And she ended up getting a corner of the living room. Her parents were like, "Oh, fix this up nice for you." So she she got a comfy chair there, got a little plant, got a nice little picture to look at, and and made herself a little retreat, a little mm-hmm. haven from the rest of the rest of the house. And I was like that. I thought, oh, I want a place like that. Yeah. And it just fill it with all the things that you love and things that make you feel good and and things that boost your energy, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that would be. And so. once again, I'd like to kind of get back to this concept. During mm-hmm. a crisis, we tend to focus in on all the negatives. Mm-hmm. And by setting up these spaces, we can step back a little bit and mm-hmm. take a break from it. Yeah. No, we do need to pay attention to the crisis. Yeah, absolutely. But mm-hmm. we also need some time to re-energize and re-spark ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And take good care of ourselves so that we have the energy we need to meet up with things mm-hmm. as they come up yeah, yeah. and deal with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And put some of these in place now so that, uh, you know, in the future <laughs> if something happens also, mm-hmm. then you know... I I got through this, we're going to get through this, and this is what I did, and I can Mm -hmm. do that in the future as well, you know, and ultimately, we are going to get through this, you know, this will pass, things are going to be different at the end, but, Mm -hmm. you know. And one exercise I did a while back as Mm -hmm. part of my coursework, but I highly recommend it, Mm -hmm. sit down and just brainstorm Mm -hmm. things that you find joy in. Mm-hmm. Anything nice. that f- makes you feel really good, that sparks your passion, mm-hmm. just make a list. Yeah. And then refer back to it mm-hmm. when things get a little tough and say, okay, I want to take a break from this. Let's yeah. go to that list. What can I do on this list right now mm-hmm. that would bring me joy, bring me passion, bring me mm-hmm. a time to really recenter and yeah. get feeling better (laughs) yeah Yeah. and again no judgment you Mm -hmm. know sometimes we think oh i like doing xyz but it's oh it's so embarrassing i'd never tell anybody because i'm too old for that i'm too young i'm a man i'm a woman i'm you know whatever heterosexual or what have you um i think it's starting really starting to loosen up but you know there what gives you joy gives you joy and there's not a problem with that you know and I'm glad you mentioned that too old or too young. It's like, mm-hmm. I've 
got that message so much early in my mm-hmm. life. And then I worked for Meals on Wheels for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, where is this magic age where it's just right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty nerd. <laughs> yeah. So we put our entire lives on hold except fairly for this. Fairly non-existent, yeah. Fairly non-existent gap. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to embrace life. Yeah. I'm going to do it no matter what because mm-hmm. age is a relative thing. Yeah, yeah. And my brain likes doing things whether I'm very young or now getting older mm-hmm. and yes I do get into a lot of things that people would go oh you're getting too old for that yeah yeah <laughs> and I say maybe that's your opinion maybe you <laughs> think that way yeah. but you know what I'm getting a lot out of it yeah <laughs> yeah and that's I, I do think it's expanding but um mm-hmm. yeah i remember i mean I, I still love fairy tales i've always loved them i think i always will and yet my father used to always when are you ever gonna grow up and i know he was joking he would always joke about that but still there was a part of me that thought oh, am i too old for this <laughs> yeah then i discovered no no i'm not i love them they're great i read them all the time in fact i'm currently looking at my two shelves of Three shelf, four shelf. How many shelves of fairy tales do I have? <laughs> a lot. All right. So yeah, what what does spark your joy? What yeah. does make and it happen? just to give y'all a um, perspective here, we have run out of wall space to build more bookshelves. <laughs> Jay loves her oh. books. Well, I love mine too. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's not just me. A lot of books. <laughs> So, yeah, do do what you need to for yourself and discover new ways to to spark that energy and, and get that energy going. And we and we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of other people, too. You know, that's another thing as well that can bring up energy is to reach out to other people and help them. Yeah. And uh, what else can you do for other people while staying safe? Right. And that comes under I think that's a good part of the building community. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Even online, mm-hmm. we can be a support for each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's critically important because mm-hmm. if we have to live in this kind of physical isolation, mm-hmm. oftentimes it can feel kind of overwhelming and yeah. like we're all alone in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So reach out and say, "Hey, you're not alone. Yeah. We're in it together." We are absolutely. <laughs> Okay. Any thoughts or anything we need to cover that we hadn't? I think we covered a lot. And like I say, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff online you can <laughs> you can find. But, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Take care of your family, however you define that. <clears throat> take care of your community, again, however you define that. And, and take some spiritual time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't have a spiritual practice, start one now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I call mine spiritual, and I think most churches and religious institutions <laughs> would not consider that spiritual, but I do. Yep. yep. And it's centered around spiritual sexuality. Spiritual and, and eroticism, yeah. Yeah. Not, not a and, and to me, that's what kind of charges me at a spiritual level, mm-hmm. reaches me at a, a kind of body, mind, and beyond level 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when Absolutely. I get into my forms of worship, it's very distinct and different. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But it, whatever but, charges you yeah, spiritually. it works for you, and that's what's yeah. important, you know, and... I know for Jay, I think her form of spirituality is knitting. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a part of it. The, the creative, creative aspect. Mm-hmm. I like creating things. And so spirit can take many forms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so spirituality doesn't necessarily have to be a religious thing per se. It's what, I think we said it before, what gives meaning to your life. It could mm-hmm. be a number of things, you know. So there's the creation that I like. I like creating things. And then there's also teaching is mm-hmm. part of, I. if I had to put a name to it, I would put that uh, under my spiritual yeah. aspect. It's, it's working with people and, and communities. So what gives your life meaning? Yeah. You know, find that, work at it, you know. <laughs> bring up that energy, as we've said. So during this time of crisis, take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Charge your batteries on all levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really take a little time each day and set it down mm-hmm. as, okay, today I'm going to try something new and start working on extreme self-care Absolutely. and recharge myself so I can be a better person and have more energy and more ability to meet this crisis. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. And this has been a very powerful show, I think. I think so. I had fun. And, oh, yes. <laughs> and take some time to really experience the beautiful you. Mm-hmm. Let yourself flourish yeah. and develop and grow. Have a good night and sleep well. <laughs> I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.